Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fancy Football. There is £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. Um, but we have new fixtures to consider as well. So we're going to squeeze that into the usual format. Um, so they've just been announced rather handily minutes before we started recording. So uh, mm. that's quite handy. Uh, my name is Joe. Joining me ahead of Game Week 33's fixtures is Luke. Luke, how are you? Uh, that wasn't a really upbeat opening, and I really don't want to bring it down by <laughs> yeah. saying depressed, but uh, that would be a lie if I told you yeah. anything else. I mean, just obviously football recently is just, we all know, I'm not going to go into that now. It's far too yeah. long. It's been very depressing. But also um, the fact that Sky's just been so tough of late. There's been yeah. so many injuries uh, for, for a lot of key players. And then also uh, rotation. It's just like every time I've got a captain playing, um, they've basically not been playing. So uh, it's been very, very tough, I think, to... To make any ground, um, and, and for me, with so few transfers and so many injuries, it's uh, it's made my team plummet. So yeah, I need some inspiration from somewhere. Hopefully, we can this video can help me towards it. Yeah. So um, luckily, we've got those new fixtures as well. So that should that should help us a little bit. So before mm-hmm. we move on to those and have a look at our team, so just have a look at the latest tier two man of the match stars. Um, this is why I compiled this just before um, uh, last night's. Um, Activities with between Chelsea and Brighton. I, I say activities because there seemed to be more than that going on last night between Chelsea and Brighton than just merely football and merely the brilliance of Brighton. Um, but man of the matches, Alexander Arnold. I'm very pleased about surprise man of the match. So luckily his mum was in the crowd. Um, Some maximum uh, Kane, Greenwood, uh, and William Jose at, uh, at Wolves. Um, I think Greenwood's interesting. Um, TAA is definitely interesting. Um, St. Maximum, maybe <laughs> not really. Yeah, the Trent Alexander Arnold one really burns me because mm. when I looked at my team and obviously with FPL uh, a wild card at the same time, I really wanted to get Trent in for my Liverpool coverage for their defense yeah. defending being so good. And I just couldn't, I couldn't afford him by like point two if I was going to get Leicester players later. Um, the ones I wanted, I could if I went for Farner, but then I wasn't sure if Farner would play so. I decided I wouldn't do that. I'd wait for my option to get Leicester players and therefore didn't get Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm wishing I did now and just yeah. got for Fana because ever since that, I think it's probably been three games and he's got, he's definitely got assists and man of the matches mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff in the last few days. Also another man of the match from last night. Do you know who it was for Chelsea Brighton? No. Oh, oh, oh no, I know. It was Ben White, wasn't it? He got, was, and he got sent off. He got sent off in celebration of his man of the match. Yeah, I just found it funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alan Smith, I think he was, gave it to him. Um, 
you know, obviously three minutes before the game ends and then mm. gets like, the couple of minutes that remain. So I was thinking maybe the match report might change that one, but no, they stuck to their guns and he was man of the match. Yeah. Well, he did play very good, to be fair, but um, yeah, just found that quite funny. Yeah, so <laughs> he was actually in my team at the beginning of the season. Maybe maybe I should have kept him. Um, uh, uh, passing tier two, uh, holding, which I was pleased about, so I got him in. Um, Lorente and Shaka. Um, tackles tier two, Allen. That's a return uh, for Allen. Good to see him there, getting tackles tier two. Saves tier two, uh, Larice and Messier, um, and I hope Martinez tonight. Um, and shots tier two, Greenwood was interesting. So, yeah, let's have a look at your team though. So, as you said, flat flags, same bit similar with my team in the flag front. Um, at the moment, so you've got currently Martinez in goal, Aspilicueta, Stones, Diaz, Saka, Fernandez, Bowen, Rafina flags, Kane flagged, Calvert Lewin flagged, and then Salah, who was benched, as you pointed out. Same with Aspilicueta. So, um, yeah, so what, what are you on so far with the week? And, um, yeah, I guess Leicester's the, the, the chief concern at the moment, getting Leicester players in. Yeah, I only got 60 points this week. I'd say my captains have been benched, Salah and Aspilicueta for the games. Uh, I uh, I went Fernandez on, on the other day, which he obviously didn't do much. He got four points doubled. Um, because I had so few transfers left and so few options, I mean, it, with the Calvert-Lewin injury, which we've all held on to him for mm. ages, obviously for these single match days, then the way he, was, he didn't play um, and sort of the press conference suggested that he may be back for the Arsenal game, but I don't think it was 100% clear-cut. The fact that he wasn't even on the bench is a worry because sometimes they extend. So suddenly I was put in a position where I wouldn't have a captain um, for, for that day. Uh, and then also when uh, Arsenal play Everton, there's a good chance that if Calvert-Lewin's not there, I wouldn't have a captain again. Yeah. So as a result of that, I was kind of forced to get an Arsenal asset like many people. Um, you know, it would have potentially been a good option anyway, but because their fixtures are good. But I, I didn't really want to have to do that. Um, but when I just saw that it's, it's a good chance for two captains and they're pretty good fixtures, really, I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I had Neto, which was injured, Antonio, who was injured as well. Um, so my team was just in such dire straits. So I, I, I weighed up which option I wanted. To be honest, I probably would have gone Lacazette. That was the option I really wanted over anyone. But because I thought it would be Sod's Law that Calvert-Lewin mm. then ends up playing that game and then obviously they've got this extra day yeah. to, to, to come back in. Um, and with so few transfers, I feel like I just have to hold him in case that, that game day comes on on a single day yeah. again. Yeah. So I thought, all right, I'll keep him. Um, and therefore, I've got three forwards, so I couldn't get Lacazette. So the options were go to defence or go for midfield. So in the end, I chose Saka. I'm not particularly happy about it. I would have preferred holding, yeah. really. But then again, with so few transfers, I thought from now to the end of the season, we don't know for sure that holding will, will keep mm. his place. We've seen before he has dropped in and out. Same is kind of true for Saka, but... In the end, I picked him because he's a midfielder yeah. and I want Soyuncu as my Leicester cover. So my, my plan has always been to do Stones or Diaz. I mean, probably Stones, but it could be either depending on the yeah. lineup tonight um, to, to take out for Soyuncu. So that's the plan. The other thing I did this week is I, I didn't have Lingard because I actually missed the, the deadline. I think I said that last time uh, for the yes. first time ever last Sunday. I missed it. I was going to 100% get Lingard. Um, missed the deadline because I was at work. Missed out on all his big points. So then this week, when I had, the, I had to get a West Ham for coverage, it was a choice between Bowen and Lingard. We discussed Bowen last week. I mm. thought, maybe there's a chance he's on penalties. No, turns out it's Lingard. <laughs> um, so again, that was kind of annoying. But he was playing up front. Mm. Um, and I thought, at the end of the day, I've been slipping in, in recent weeks. By going Lingard, 
I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to win it anyway. But I'm certainly not going to get any higher than yeah. I am now because literally his, his ownership just shot up in the top. Uh, yeah. Was it one k or whatever? So I thought, well, I'll go for Bowen. I'll go for a bit of a differential. Um, in the end, he's only scored one point less than Lingard because he mm. got an assist. So not a problem. But I thought there's no point for me going Lingard now. It's not going to achieve yeah. anything. So I thought Bowen's a viable alternative. Yeah, he's eighty-five so percent owned in a top one thousand. Oh, there you go. So I'm literally chancing now that Bowen. Uh, um, what? Let me just check what ownership is he's at 2.1 percent big difference yeah exactly so considering i consider them fairly similar assets especially beforehand when i thought bowen might be on penalties now it turns out the lingard's on set pieces and penalties clearly i think he's a better option yeah he's also more nailed um so yeah it's just a just a sort of crapshoot really to hope that my differential can come good there so yeah, that's that's pretty much where my team's at. Obviously, Kane's injured. I didn't know the that's the other thing. I didn't know how long Kane was going to be out at that point. Didn't want to remove him because yeah, you know, if it's only a few weeks, I'm going to yeah. want him back because he's exactly. arguably the best player. Yeah, exactly. In the end. I, I think there was. I mean, the, the, that great season. You remember when Kane hammered everyone in the last yeah, few games? Scored, like, he scored four, four against Leicester, and a similar thing happened. I had him in, took him out because he was injured. He came back after a week or two to to do what he does, and it was bloody annoying. <laughs> and and I, I I plummeted from you know way out, way out of the top one thousand, way way out top two thousand, I think. And just because so Kane's not someone you mess around with. <laughs> no. Um, so had I had more transfers, there's a lot of stuff I would have done. I mean, a lot. I've seen your team, which is coming up now. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that I had planned in my mind, Trent Alexander and all stuff like that, I would have done that. But I used my transfers early. That's why I always said I was in a false position. Yeah. And you know, if anything comes along like this, where there's a mass injury rush yeah. or stuff, I will, I will be affected. But I simply am not in the position to remove Kane and then put him back in again. Yeah. It costs two transfers, so I literally have to wait for news. If it turns out he's out. Then I may use him to go to Iniacho rather than um, so, rather than go. So to you're, you, you've got a, a Leicester player penciled in, and, and is that going to leave you in May? I know you're not giving your exact number of transfers, but is that going to leave you in May? Like end <laughs> no transfers or it's pretty pretty much. I mean, I'm at the point where I've got a Leicester option, and I've got like a, an emergency fund. That put it that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Very low. Yeah. So I'm not. I mean, I don't know why I'm not even saying it at this point because I'm so, I'm out of the running now. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's going to put me in a, in a difficult position. So I, I'm going to have to just hope that Calvert Lewin, Kane yeah. actually come yeah. back from injury. Mm-hmm. That Saka still plays a few games. That the Bowen's a deep and differential. Yeah. I mean, Rafinha, I think, will be back shortly. Yeah. I'm, the pressure, I think it's probably a one-off. I mean, yeah. I don't. Oh yeah, that that that'll be his rest. Um, I I um well, I'll put my team up then because. Let's add a few more changes. So I've got five transfers left in addition to some moves I've made. And I've got uh, probably two of those penciled in. So I'm going to go into the remainder of May with three transfers. Um, but yeah, here's my team. So I've got Martinez in goal. Uh, Holding, who I got in. Alexander-Arnold, who's proved, as you, you were saying, he's uh, very handy, especially with Salah being benched. So I immediately moved the captaincy to him. Um, and luckily his mum as we mentioned was getting the man of the match mom even uh, Diaz uh, I've still got Lingard I got in um, nice penalty from him I, was, I didn't think he was going to take one ever again um, Fernandez Rafina. I I got in Mason Mount because I looked at Chelsea's fixtures and Aspilicueta was out I had no captain and then I looked at the fixtures and thought well okay there are potentially clean sheets here there's potential mm. For actually, especially against West Ham, for West Ham to score, and then I'll be looking at five points. Whereas with Mason Mount, yes, he might not play. 
might not start rather, but he tends to come on mm. um, against tired teams, or he just starts. And he's, yeah. I think, eye test wise, and in terms of you know what we're here for, getting assists, goals, you know, getting other other facets of his game. I just felt I think I prefer to have Mason Mount for the rest of the season than Aspilicueta. Just seem more interesting. If I had if I had transfers, because obviously Aspilicueta yeah. was my captain for that game, so I had no one. Um, I would have bought Mason Mount, yeah. I think. I'd have been tempted by Havertz because he's up top. Yeah. But again, he gets subbed early and he's not always playing. Yeah. Mason Mount's returns are not not fantastic, but I think he played so well the game beforehand. Yeah. And I think that was more because, I mean, watch the game and Brighton were just very good at closing down the spaces in that area. They had so many bodies in and around that area and at the back that Mason Mount struggled in this game, I thought. And, and, but yeah. moving forward, I don't think yeah. he will struggle. I'm, with you. I'm four points better off. Uh, but he's, he's in 15% of teams and I don't think many people are going to go for him. I don't think it's going to no. get drastically higher than that. Um, so he's a little differential for me. And then up top, I've got Kane and Calvert-Lewin and Salah. Um, so my plan, um, I wrote it down so that I could remember <laughs> uh, because I was looking at the, the, the fixtures. So as we'll come to the fixtures in a bit, um, I think I can afford to remove Calvert-Lewin because... The, the fixture to be rearranged, which could be a single game day at some point in May, is against Villa. And I'm keeping Martinez. And to mm. be honest, I've probably captain Martinez over Calvert-Lewin on current form anyway. So um, I don't need him. And as we're going to discover, I do need Leicester. And I want more Leicester than... Um, so I'm looking at Diaz out to Sionchu, Calvert-Lewin to Iheanacho. That'll leave me with three transfers. And I will leave that for whatever Sky throws at me in terms of injuries, single game days, all those kinds of things. Um, well, Just maybe... hope you don't get seven injuries in the past three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I... but then if I got seven injuries, then I'll just throw the towel in anyway. Cause that's <laughs> just like, but yeah, there'll, there'll be a few injuries. There'll be a few injuries and um, I'm just going to go for that really. So let's have a look at some of these fixtures. Um, so I'll go for game week 33 first because that's straight at hand and look at our captaincy so reason you got Saka in because obviously you've got Calvert-Lewin but he may not play we don't know yet um, mm. so Arsenal against Everton single game day um, whoever's playing I guess you're going to captain exactly that I mean I know there's a chance Saka doesn't play the game but at least I've tried I've got two options and hopefully yeah. one of them will play and I'll captain whoever plays to be honest right now Arsenal and Everton are both so dreadful I don't think it really matters who you pick um, I'd probably end up going for Calvert-Lewin just simply because he's a forward and more likely to therefore get a shots on target bonus. That might be my rationale there. Yeah. Um, that's about it, really. I mean, yeah, holding if he plays is an obvious one for me. Yeah, um, hold, yeah, holding. It's, I'm, I'm going to captain holding in that game. Because um, while David Luiz is out, he'll, he'll play, so I'm, I feel comfortable that he'll play. If, um, if he's not, then I'll just sack that one off, I think. Um, and then Saturday 24th, Liverpool against Newcastle, uh, West Ham against Chelsea, Sheffield United against Brighton. Um, so I'll, I'll be looking at Alexander-Arnold or Salah for that one. I might, uh, I'll probably go Salah, to be honest, because I think Newcastle at the moment are capable of scoring. So I'm just looking at, you know, ceilings and floors and all of that. Um, yeah. but same for you that day. Yeah, I mean, and also Liverpool, despite being better of late, they still find a way to concede nearly yes. most of the game, don't they? So, yeah, uh, I think Trent's fine just because he's attacking output. But if Salah's playing, which I suspect he probably will be now he's had a bit of yeah. a rest, um, yeah, it's an obvious captain for me. 
Yeah, the the thing about Liverpool, it's not necessarily dropped. The uh, clock definitely goes for this red zone, and um, so they have all their sports science people and they look at various performances and then just go right, Jota, you're in the red zone. We're going to bench you for this one. You'll be back in the next one. They almost Salah. pretty much take turns as yeah, a result, they, and they take turns. Salah's just had his, so I feel comfortable with Salah for the next few games. Um, Firmino could be the next one, I think, because um, Mane was a couple of games before. Um, anyway, um, Sunday, 25th of April, Wolves against Burnley, Leeds against Manchester United and Villa against West Brom. Um, bit of choice in this game. I mean, logically, I should go Fernandes, but I just wonder whether Martinez could get more. But yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go with Fernandes. But, there, you know, there's options that day. Um, yeah, yeah, mine will be mine will be Fernandez. Assuming he plays, yeah. he's not been great of late. Man United haven't been that good of late either, really. No. But again, it's these games versus Leeds. They just they always entice you, don't they? Okay. Because you just feel like they could be anything. Um, it's not necessarily been that way of late. But um, I think Rafinha's still a decent option there as well. Yeah. If he's back fit, if you want to chance yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of people have got Wolves defend, um, defenders as a result of the coverage of Wolves, whereas I went Neto. So when you look at the lineup and they're home to Burnley, I mean, you pretty much know it's going to be nil-nil at half-time, that one. Mm. So you've got a good chance of a clean sheet. I wouldn't argue with that either. Um, and yeah, like you say, Martin is home to West Brom. I think that's fine. It's just West Brom have, been, have, have managed to score yeah. and obviously fighting for something. So it might be a tad risky there, although I expect he'll probably get save points anyway. Mm. Um, long story short, Bruno Fernandes is... Yeah, definitely. Also with Burnley, um, they're... they're uh, a bit better with attack than on defence at the moment. Chris Wood is actually one of the form strikers, uh, especially in the underlying stats there. Um, but that's coming to fruition. We're seeing. Well, as as we'll find out in a minute about the fixtures that are upcoming, there's that, that that's an opportunity to actually Ooh. get a Burnley player yes. that day. You get to see the lineup, and obviously Chris. I mean, when you tell, talk about which Burnley player you would get for me, there's literally Nick Pope if he's fit. Um, and there's Chris Wood and I don't think there's anything else in between personally so one of those two um, could be a shout on that day to cover up the the single day if you do want to cover it of course I I have a whole bunch of transfers in my B team and I'm looking at Chris Wood for this because as you said a Burnley player could become handy for single game days shortly Um, and then on the Monday we've got Leicester Palace which you have a Leicester player you've got really Um, so in my case it'll be one of probably Captain Ian Acho for this one but um, yeah. Sionchu is a great option, and whichever defender you got, you're you're, you're looking at Sionchu. Probably so. if he plays, which I suspect he will. Um, I mean, the beauty is we get to see the lineup, mm. and then uh, for those for those people who are only getting one Leicester asset, and to be honest, they probably want two or three because they've got four. I think it's four individual yeah. days now. Um, I mean, that this whoever you get from Leicester is going to go a long way to decide how you finish. Now, mm. I think yeah. you know whoever whoever gets the right one you know, mm. in hindsight, I suppose, um, could, could end up winning the thing because it's four games. And let's say they play all four. They're obviously double to, mm. to eight games, you could say. Yeah. That's a lot of points on that one individual you're riding. It. And, and if you get the wrong one, you know, it's a maybe he doesn't play one of the games and gets two pointers in the other three. And the other guy gets clean sheets and passing or he gets a couple of goals a few times or something. The disparity between the picks is going to be huge. Yeah. So getting the right person there is going to be so key. Yeah, definitely. Um but um, Game Week's 34 and 35 have taken shape. So, um, as ever, there's obviously, I'm, you know, I'll be fair to the Sky site at the moment. Um, they've only just been announced, so, so they haven't gone on there. So I've got this from the Premier League site. Um, so we're looking at quite a few single game days. And we're good, that's maybe, maybe the case for the rest of May. So 
we're starting to get towards the end game at the moment. We've got Friday 30th of April, Southampton against Leicester. So for me, I'll be uh, captain whichever Leicester player. <laughs> um, so I think for that one, that's that's a more Iheanacho one, I think. Um, because Southampton with Danny Ings and, dare I say, Redmond are capable of scoring. And Leicester are capable of conceding. So, um, But yeah, once again, whichever Leicester player you've got. On the Saturday, the 1st of May, you've got Palace against City. And we're going to know that lineup as well. So if you've got a City player, um, that's a good chance. I probably won't by then. Brighton against Leeds. Um, so I guess Rafina is a good option there. Or um, Chelsea against Fulham. I'd be looking at Mason Mount possibly that day. But that's a bit of a risk. <laughs> and Everton against uh, Villa. So I'm, I'm probably going to be taking a risk on Mason Mount that day. Um, Everton against Villa. Uh, Martinez or if you've still got Calvert-Lewin um, could be options Sunday the 2nd of May Newcastle against Arsenal Manchester United against Liverpool Spurs against Sheffield United that's fingers crossed that Kane is starting but if it's looking dicey then it's going to be probably Fernandez or Salah for me but yeah so just looking at those just before we move on to the Monday 3rd of May for those three fixtures there is that what are you, what are you looking at captaincy wise for those three three days I mean if, if Harry Kane's playing it's Harry Kane yeah. there, considering Sheffield else. United yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if it's uh, if for some reason he's not or whatever mm. obviously I get to see the Arsenal lineup. I could be tempted by Saka versus Newcastle rather than go for Bruno or Salah but to be honest they're both on penalties it's a big game either one or both could do really well yeah, in that yeah. game I yeah. don't think there's any yeah. right or wrong answers I think um, you just go for any of yeah. them and it'll be fine and and that's Saturday the 1st of May so I guess I mean you've got a few options there you could go for yeah I mean we'll get to see the Man City lineup, which is so key and it's yeah. a way to Palace right so if we look at the lineup and Diaz or, or Stones are yeah. playing I don't know which one I'm removing yet um, I mean if Diaz is playing that looks like a, a nice 10 pointer and if they mm. manage to concede a 5 pointer I mean I'm pretty happy to take that yeah. you can then also look at I mean Aspilicueta I've got in my team mm-hmm. who's home to Fulham. So if the Man City lineup's not kind, um, I mean, Fulham can't score a goal, can they, really? I mean, they're very hard. They, I mean, they did in the last minute, obviously, the other day. I mean, this this feels like actually Chelsea home to West Brom, where it looked like Chelsea's clean sheet yeah. was so assured it was unbelievable. And then they shipped like five goals. Mm-hmm. I really hope that's not the case here. But this is another one that just looks like I can't see how Chelsea are going to concede in that famous yeah. last word. So. Aspilicueta looks bang on for a 10-pointer in that mm. one as well. So I think Aspilicueta or Diaz are my standout yeah. picks. Because Rafinha's a good option, but Brighton, as we see, are a great team. They could easily frustrate. Mm. And Everton versus Villa, I think it's hard to call. I feel like that would be low scoring. I feel yeah. like one nil to either yeah. side. Maybe. That's why I'm looking at yeah Mason Mount that day, really, um, for me. It's Monday, 3rd of May, uh, West Brom against Wolves. Um, Burnley against West Ham so that's uh, Jesse Lingard day for me so Bowen probably for you I would imagine yeah, um, yeah it'll be Bowen again if you've made that early move for Chris Wood you could be tempted yeah. I suppose uh, yeah, Wolves, the... people have got Wolves defenders they're playing West Brom maybe but I think I think virtually everyone in the top 1k is going to be on Lingard and then why wouldn't you be the guy's yeah. ridiculous so and his set pieces and penalties apparently yeah. so yeah um, and Burnley are leaky um, Friday 7th of May Leicester against Newcastle this is why Leicester so handy. Um, well, yes, whichever Leicester player you got in, whichever one you're going to get. So this is being recorded on Wednesday afternoon and Leicester still to play on Thursday night. So um, whichever one you get in ahead of that, uh, whether you listen or watch this before Thursday night or afterwards, uh, but get Leicester 
never too late at the moment. Um, Saturday, 8th of May, Leeds against Spurs, Sheffield United against Palace, City against Chelsea, Liverpool against Southampton. So I'm going to probably go for um, uh, Salah this day, I think. Um, because Leeds are a tricksy, tricksy little team at the moment. They're actually a little bit more defensive than they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think a lot's going to depend on how Spurs perform under the new manager, whether they've yeah. even got a new manager by that time, whether it's still Mason. Have they agreed Mason to the end of the season? I think yeah, yeah he's going to be interim manager to the end okay. of the season. So I suppose we're going to get an audition for Spurs mm. under Mason for a few games, aren't we? And that may change people's mm. opinion. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, Salah at home, Southampton, Southampton's defence yeah. is just tragic doesn't yeah. it so yeah. um, makes sense um, and another option is um, just going back to game week 33 so tonight um, I don't think I'm going to get this edited in time for tonight so it's going to be a bit uh, out, out of date for that but with Spurs playing Kane unlikely to play because he's injured Son Kane to Son for those who are flushed with transfers is a quite a good move because you know Son is going to play you know he'll be attacking um, mm. But nevertheless, uh, I haven't got many transfers, nor have you. So that's just a luxury I'm not going to do. Um, <laughs> but an option if you've got more. Um, yeah. Sund- as, is, as is Hoiberg, I want to add. Yes. Still, yeah. still plugging away. Yeah. Um, Sunday, the 9th of May. Wolves against Brighton. Villa against Manchester United. West Ham against Everton. Arsenal against West Brom. So a few few uh, options here. So me, F- Fernandes or Lingard, I think. Uh, but there are options. Uh, so Fernandes, I guess, for you. Yeah, I don't have Lingard, do I? So yeah. I think a lot of people will go him. I don't know whether I hold Bowen in the mm. same bracket, so I'll go Bruno Fernandes probably. Um, again, I'll have Saka, but because I don't get to see the lineup, it's too risky probably, so it'll be Bruno Fernandes for me. Uh, Monday, 10th of May, Fulham against Burnley, single match day. A lot of people will probably sack this one off. However, mm. as you pointed out, there are two pre prior fixtures coming up for Chris Wood that are favourable ahead of Fernley, Fulham against Burnley, in which he is captainable as well. So getting Chris Wood is not that weird. <laughs> it's quite no. a good idea if you've got transfers. Well, here's the thing. You get you get a couple of games as almost a bonus. So I, I mean, I'm talking about Chris Wood here. Yeah, he's, been, he's been good. Um, he's not typically known as a sky player because he doesn't always get the shots. However, in a couple of other seasons, he was quite regular with the shots on yeah. target. And he's obviously on pennies. He's... he's clearly in decent form for them and they're a little bit more offensive mm. so I mean the, the thing is it, it, it's going to come down to that that one day more than anything against Fulham Yeah. now if Wood does get a brace or, or a hat-trick in that game or something which he's capable of mm. I think I think a brace is a realistic thing that you can yeah. potentially get against Fulham um, you know you, you're going to get so many points there so yeah. and he's the only be, player who will probably yeah I, and I, I think I think if you're sat there with sort of I don't know, seven or eight transfers mm. left. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't try it mm. because we're running out of these single days now. Yeah. Um, that'll be the 10th of May by then and there'll only be three more weeks where I think we're also going to have some issues about you know fans at home grounds and getting yeah. switched around. So we're not really sure how the land's going to lay. But um, the funny thing is, I think after that game, depending on if it, if it continues in the order that it is at the moment, they're home to Leeds the game after. We say quite mm. easily score in that game home to Liverpool again Liverpool shipping goals mm. all over the place so yeah. um, I feel like Chris Wood's probably the the player that like Kabak and etc wouldn't want to really play against yeah. um, and then they play Sheffield United on the final day now Sheffield United we know are tragic yeah. and, um, and that's a decent game so yeah. 
it's not just for the single day. I think he, I think he's now an option. The only problem, of course, he takes a forward slot, and they're so important. Yeah, but it's, for for those like me and probably many others, there'll be it's Ian Acho or Chris Wood. Now that's an easy move. That's an easy move. Is Ian Acho? I'm sorry, Chris, but it's yeah. going to be Ian Acho. But yeah, if I if I had more transfers, I'd be very tempted. Well, if you say Kane comes back fit and he's pretty much a default, then you've got Kane already in there. Mm. You could say Nacho for the Leicester games. You could go other places, but he looks like a definite, you know, really good option. So that's two of your slots taken up. And then the third one is generally Salah for most people. Mm. But then we've seen that Trent Alexander's been doing fine. So I think if you're willing to chance the Salah to Wood or something along those lines, or maybe interchanging back and forth. That's that's something to tell my grandkids. (laughs) <laughs> I, I switched Mo Salah out for Chris Wood and it yeah. paid off <laughs> yeah I yeah. think if you're ahead if you're only worried about mini leagues or whatever and you're you're quite a way ahead you don't need to be worrying about moves like this I think like if you're in the top yeah. if you're in the top 100 and you're not moving anywhere fast then there'll be a, a certain percentage of people that will go for Chris Wood and some mm-hmm. that won't and obviously um, yeah. one side could do a lot better yeah. than the other so I, I'd be tempted to chance it I think just because I don't know how many more individual single days yeah. we'll get and if we do um, because it's only three weeks after this, right? They could be games where everyone's got someone as coverage anyway. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It could be Leicester, like we've had loads for Leicester yeah. recently. I'm not sure, but the chance of you having a team where you haven't got coverage are quite slim. Mm. And yeah, for, for those like me with Alexander Arnold, that is quite. That is a that is a tempter. I better not drink before me <laughs> before no. I go, go to the transfer button because I no. think that may happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, also Nick Pope as well. I think they're the only yeah. two I think about. You could do, yeah. but Danny. I mean, that, that we've just answered in a roundabout way, completely topsy turvy. Lee Williams' question, so onto the community questions. Burnley single game day, do we skip? Pope is not even an option. So we just answered that in the last ten minutes, really. Um, it's it isn't it is worth skipping, but at the same time, if you've got the transfers, Chris Wood is a very very handy player, and he is your default great captain for that day. Um, so um, moving on, uh, Tom Hartnell says, uh, this is uh, literally a few minutes ago. I haven't had time to put the fixtures in the table myself, uh, but are there any three for ones or anything worth noting um, of the new fixtures? Um, so as, as, you, as you mentioned there, Chris Wood um, for Burnley is handy. And of course, Leicester players uh, are ones. But you, have you noticed any sort of days with I haven't really had time to process it because it literally just happened just before yeah. and I've been at work. But I, I do know that Leicester, I mean, if you include captain days, let's, let's think about it. So mm. um, this week coming up, um, so obviously we're still in this week finishing, so next week, so to speak, when uh, when Arsenal mm. play Everton. Um, Leicester play on the Monday, don't they? And then they yeah. play straight away on the Friday versus Southampton. So let alone, if you include captain making it double, yeah. that's almost a four for zero. So yeah. two for zero really, but kind yeah. of a four for zero over virtually any player you want to take out in the game, mm. um, as long as it's not a Southampton or a Crystal Palace player. Yeah. Straight away, if you fuss with transfers, you could you could move someone in and out if you wanted to. I mean, I'd be keeping them, but you could do that mm. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Leicester, any sort of three for zeros, four for zeros, I mean, Leicester again play on Friday the 7th mm-hmm. of May. So they're definitely a three to one like, over everyone. They play on Monday the 26th. Mm-hmm. They play on Friday the 30th, then everyone else plays once, so that's your one. And then they play again on Friday the 7th. So they are three to one over loads of people. And it may even be a three to zero over teams that don't. I mean, there's a few teams that don't play, I think, as well in between that. Maybe. Maybe I've got that yeah. wrong. Basically, Leicester, if you, yeah. if you want to yeah, do that. Yeah, get Leicester. 
Um, uh, FPL off spinner um, or uh, says with only six transfers left, what are the priority transfers the rest of the season? Well, we just said it really. It's Leicester. It's uh, it's Leicester. Just uh, one of the priority Leicester players for the rest of the season. Um, get one or two in, but at least one, definitely one, um, put as many as you can. Um, well, not as many as you can, but yeah, at least a couple would be good. Um, AM says, uh, what to do about Kane? Uh, is there a lot of cash? Uh, I think I think he's using FPL parlance here about sitting on the bench uh, for a blank. There is no bench here, uh, but sitting on the the pile of players on who aren't doing bench, anything. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, so um, I really wouldn't worry too much about cash at the moment. Um, not the Villa guy, the money, um, because um, you know there's a lot of cheap good assets at the moment. Um, so um, I think the the problem with Kane is the lack of transfers. And if he comes back, as I found out two or three seasons ago, if he comes back and there's a there's a there's a champion there's um, international games afoot as well. You know, you, you just do not want to be without Kane. So no. I just don't mess around with him. But I suppose you could look at it the other way and say there's an opportunity there because nearly all of all of us, I imagine, will end up keeping Kane. And it could yeah. be that the injury drags on or he's yeah. not quite fit and he's rushed back for the cup. And we've seen this with Kane before. When mm. he's not right, he really does drop to DM. Mm. Um, you know, he's been bang on it this season, but let's not forget the last two seasons. Yes. That, he's not looked right when he's come back from injury particularly. So there is an opportunity at the end of the day. If you want to just decide, right, he's done, he's injured for the season, it's not going to work, he's not going to be in the same vein and bin him, you suddenly you know, could be a one-up on most of the player base because we are going to keep him. However, um, that could obviously backfire, as you've suggested, because he's close to the best asset in the game. So it's a tricky one. I mean, I'll certainly be keeping him because I don't have the option, but I can understand the logic behind uh, mm. deciding to sort of go different. Definitely. And just final question. Auto Reclose asks, is Evans Evans good enough for captaincy coverage? No, <laughs> uh, but it could be. Uh, if Evans good enough for captaincy coverage or should I bring in Ian Acho also? I think if I was relying on Johnny Evans only um, through years and years of him trolling the Jesus out of me in all formats with either not getting assists he should be getting, goals he should or... or ruining clean sheets or getting injured or red cards or own goals I would not want to rely on him um, so if you can get Iheanacho in as well um, but nevertheless if, he, if Evans is your only one go for it but um, you you prefer Sionchu Sionchu's the guy you think I think I prefer Sionchu and Fafana um, yeah. he does occasionally get passing bonus but and, he, and he's arguably the most reliable starter out of all of them so I can understand it he's 8 million as well so he's 0.3 cheaper than Sionchu mm. I don't think it's the worst idea, but I just feel that Solanke is more reliable for the bonus, even yeah. Fana, um, and he's obviously a lot cheaper. And then obviously we've got Madison coming back and Ignacio. So you start, when you start putting an asset down to sort of the sixth mm. best, maybe, pick, um, it's a little bit of a worry, isn't yeah. it? Because they've got four key captain days. Definitely. So, um, yeah, going for Ignacio. Uh, I mean, we haven't even talked about Vardy and all this as well. Nah. It's almost like he doesn't exist anymore, but I suppose he could just come back from nowhere and he's still on penalties. Um well, notice in the underlying stats there is that Vardy, um, anyone can notice it by looking at his goal scoring, he is becoming the assister in the current system without Barnes there, without one up top. So he is assisting, he is the main provider for Iheanacho. Iheanacho is essentially the main man currently. And that could yeah, be. I can't, I can't find any argument to go Vardy over Iheanacho no. at the moment, aside from just to be different. Yeah. Um, and, and he mentioned Barnes there. I don't know when he's due back, but he was obviously very good. So he's one yeah. to keep an eye out for, I guess. 
Yes. Yeah, definitely. for for me, it's, it's or Ignacio alongside Fofana. If you think he's nailed as other three best assets, then Madison. I'd like to include him in the conversation because I've not even seen him take to the pitch since his injury. No. It's very hard to comment on what will happen with him. No, definitely. Um, in the meantime, thanks so much for all your questions. Uh, before we go, quick reminder about the Fantasy Football Scout members area full of useful stats and information for Sky managers and FPL managers alike. Also, if you have enjoyed this episode, do press like and do subscribe to our YouTube channel and also wherever you receive your podcasts as well. Um, but in the meantime, Luke, thanks for joining me and good luck with your game week in Sky. Thanks, mate. And the same to you. I shall see you on the next one.